It's time again. Football is live podcast. We're a little bit behind schedule. That's mostly my fault. Um, yeah, it is. For once, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't available <laughs> on uh, on Friday, but uh, we're we're ready to rip roll. Let's get this show on the good, road. Brother. Um, yep. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself? You know, I'm uh, doing okay. Got some... Okay, calm down. Some trade activity has been going on, and that always gets me excited. Yeah, a little, little trade action. I'm a little pissed about where I am in the standings, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get th- we'll get there later. Uh, yeah, you're mad you're too high, so you traded for a good player. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's get right into it, though. Uh, <laughs> Thursday night game. What'd you think? Well, I feel like I don't. You said you didn't see the first half. The first half, when I was watching it, it's like, yeah, I think anybody can figure out that there's a Thursday <laughs> night game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even if they were living in a box, I mean, they just the players look tired. Neither offense was really clicking. Deshaun Watson didn't even look that good. Again. And so it was, yeah, so it's kind of like, eh. But then toward the end of the second quarter, it started to heat up, and there was some scoring back and forth. But Jacoby Brissett didn't look good. And, like, T.Y. Hilton was on a snap count, and he dropped some bad balls. And But, oh, my boy Hopkins. Man, did he look good. Oh, he looks so good. Yeah, he See, was See, I feel like I, I'm in a, I might be in a small crowd, but in my opinion, Hopkins is the best receiver in the league right now. I and I say that. Do you think that's a small crowd? Uh, I, th- I think it is. I think really? it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think a, a lot of people would go like Julio or Michael Thomas. or. I, I think right now Michael Thomas would be a big one. Um, I wouldn't put Julio there right now. He just doesn't score touchdowns. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I think it would be between Thomas and, and D-Hop for me as well. Yeah, I just think that, like, because there's the receivers like Thomas and Julio Jones and, like, when Calvin Johnson was in the league, like, they're not very fast, but their catch radius is just insane. And then you have the, like, Julian Edelman's and Tyler Lockett's where they just live on getting separation, and that's why they're elite. And I feel like D-Hop, like, he's not the fastest, but he's fast. He's very good at getting separation. And he doesn't have the best catch radius, but it's still, it's got to be top five, <laughs> maybe even top three. So I feel like he has just the best combination of both. Yeah. He's, so good. He's, he's a beast. He's a beast. And uh, he's pulling on those those heartstrings with... Uh, with Mama. With Mama there. So Yeah. That's always with a good, mama. Look, good look for you. Better than uh, what Miles Garrett is doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so that, crazy. That whole thing has just got even. The, they managed worse. to somehow make it worse. I don't know how, but they like Garrett made it way worse with those racial slur comments. Because now it's a he said she said thing. Because and it's, like, and it's way after the fact. It's not like he came right right after the game and was like, "Dude, I snapped as soon as I heard him say the n word." Like, well, that's the thing. Like, I, like I don't want to pass any judgment on it because, like, if it was said, like. Neither you or I are of someone of color. And so, like, we don't know how that affects someone. It obviously is a huge trigger, and rightly so. It's terrible connotations to that. But it just is weird, because like you said, like, why wouldn't you say that right away? And the NFL did do a little investigation, because they're on-field mics everywhere, and it was never heard. 
and like and no other player heard it either. And no other player heard it. Like Browns players have said, "Yeah, Miles Garrett doesn't lie," but none of the Browns players said, "Yeah, we heard it too." So like, and does that mean it still could have been said? Yes, but still, it's just it's just yeah. odd. And now like, like they had to up they had to uphold the suspension because. Unfortunately, like, if you can't prove it was said, then they can't, you know, like, it's just, it sucks. You're innocent like, until hope- proven guilty, not not the other way around. Right. Yeah. Like, hopefully it wasn't said, though, because that is yeah. terrible and nobody should ever say that. I heard a funny but, thing on the um, Pat McAfee show, and that is, like, one of his side, oh, side guys. Well, one of the side guys said this, where he's like, you're in a scrum, it's heated, you're pissed. You're not whispering things to the other guy. Like, right. <laughs> it's not like it's not like he would have just whispered to Miles Garrett the N word. Like, no, right. he he would have ye- like they were yelling like he would have yelled. And so to have nobody, including like the other Steeler guys that were right there to hear it, because like the other Steeler guys, if, if he says the N word like they're not I don't feel like they're going to sweep it under the rug and back up Rudolph. No, I think they're going to call him out and be like, yeah, he said it. So, um, right. I feel like somebody would have heard it, but that's just me. I know. Yeah. yeah me, I'm, I'm right there with you, but yeah. it just sucks now. Cause it's like, yeah, it's whatever, but uh, I'm, yeah. I'm glad they kept the suspension. You know, I am too. um, I think like n- nothing justifies using the helmet as a weapon like that. Just so insane. But, still. Uh, yeah. yeah. Other than that, I thought, I thought like, I agree. Watson didn't look great, and people were like hyping him up, like how great he was. He was okay at the end, like. It, yeah, he was fine it, enough to win. It, it helps that like a couple of his big throws, he just chucks it deep, and Will Fuller is fast enough to run underneath the ball and, and make a great catch. And D Hop is a fantastic receiver that makes him look good as well. Um, but I didn't think he was like I thought he took some bad sacks, and I thought he just had some mental miscues. The big thing yeah. was. Uh, Jonathan Williams, uh, good pickup for me. He surprisingly played like like a boss. Um, holy crap, did they give him the ball a lot? Uh, and then T.Y. Hilton was the other one as well. I noticed. I saw him. He had like three drops that I saw, where yeah, they were like on third down, could have moved the chains. Chains. One of them would have been a touchdown, like a sixty-yard bomb touchdown. So that 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 feels bad. Um, I actually think they win that game if if he comes down with a couple of those. Like very he sh- possible, he, sh- he shouldn't have dropped them, um, and he knows yeah. it. Other than that, nothing, nothing crazy. Um, yeah, the running nothing. backs in Houston, they're because they split time so much, they kind of really cap each other, and neither of them are great plays. So, and I think like it was a super important game as far as like they're both at the top of the. Yeah, it was um, for the division. AFC lead. South. Yeah. And like which is awesome, but and it could be a little bit because it was a Thursday night game, is is why I say like it didn't feel like that. You know, it, it didn't feel like a super important who's gonna take the division playoff seating type. It didn't thing. feel like the Seahawks versus Niners game. Yes. Where, yes. And like I said, that yeah. could be a little bit because it was on Thursday, but still it just yeah. it didn't it wasn't as intense as I was hoping. Agreed. Um Okay. Let's jump into it. We had two trades that kind of that went down recently. Um, first one, I'll I'll go over, and then uh, second one, I'll let you attack it. So, first trade is, is between Clay and DeYoung. 
We have Clay receiving a 2023rd rounder for this coming year. And he is giving up and sending to DeYoung a 2024th rounder and Drew Brees. Uh, what's interesting is because both of these picks are actually Clay's. So it's Clay's third and Clay's fourth. So mm-hmm. they will be one round apart, which kind of gives it some good value. Um, and then Drew Brees was kind of the cherry on top for DeYoung. So Clay moves up one whole round in the draft, but gives up an old Drew Brees. What do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, first I always kind of smile because I know DeYoung loves those late round picks. <laughs> How many fourth rounders does he have right now? I'll look it up. You keep going. Okay. But I mean, and tell me what his quarterback situation is like too, but. Uh, Daniel mean, Jones, Mitchell Trubisky, Andy Dalton, and Drew Brees. What a lineup. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And I why Drew Brees needs to be in a starting lineup. He has Daniel Jones against Chicago. (laughs) Dude, Like, I'm going to think you're purposely tanking if you don't put Drew Brees in. You absolute turd. What is going on? I mean, I don't know. I think it's totally fine because, you know, I don't don't think Clay's going to make the playoffs. So it's not like he super needed Drew Brees and he moved up a round. And Drew Brees probably only has one more year, if I had to guess. I know he only has one more year in his deal. I don't know. Even if he played past that, though, I don't think he'd be super fantasy relevant. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. It's you a know. trade. Yeah, it is a yeah. trade. He has two so. fourth rounders this year and two next year. Not as many yep. as I thought. Okay, um, what do you got for, for the next one? The next trade. So, you received Tyler Lockett, and Christian got... Jamison Crowder, uh, your second round pick, and TJ's third round pick. Uh, the second rounder is in twenty twenty one. Yes. The third rounder is this coming off season. Um, yeah, I think you definitely got Tyler Lockett for a fair but cheaper price. Um, I mean, I definitely think you couldn't pass him up on this price for sure. Um, but that's not to say that, you know. Christian did anything wrong or necessarily lost. I mean, in my opinion, he's on the lesser end of the trade, but he loves Jamison Crowder, and that's his guy. And I've always said, if if you have a guy you want and you have to overpay to get him, if you want him that bad, overpay to get him. You know, I have I have no problem with that. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, Jamison Crowder, I think he's still really young, right? I think he's under 25. He's 26. Oh, he's 26. Okay. Yeah. And I think Lockett's 27. Yep. So similar in age. Um, Lockett's obviously been a beast when he's been healthy. We'll see what he does this Sunday, um, if he'll be on a pitch count or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, take me through how you did this trade. Yeah. I like Personally, I actually like Crowder a lot, too. Um He's, I don't, I think he's been underestimated this season because when, uh, Darnold was gone and Darnold was sick with mono, what an idiot, uh, Crowder, Crowder stunk, but that was because the whole Jets offense stunk. But when, when Darnold's been healthy and like half the games, 
Crowder has actually been a fantastic receiver, like a top 15 type of receiver. So uh, I think that there is a good possibility that if Crowder stays healthy, which has been a problem for him when he was at Washington, is staying healthy. If Crowder stays healthy, he has a really good chance to be a, a wide receiver too for the next year or two. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it was it was pretty good um, for me. I had a few extra picks in the the second and third rounds, and so I was I was okay with with kind of giving up a little bit of of draft capital to upgrade at receiver to a guy like Lockett that that I really like. And on top of it, it's always nice to have a guy on your team that you're gonna root for every single week because yep. he's, when he's on your squad in real life and in fantasy, it just makes things easier. Um, and now mm-hmm. I have the Russell Wilson to Lockett connection. So whenever they score a touchdown together, I'm a happy boy. So, And usually that stack pays off in loads because when it's a touchdown, it's usually like a 65-yard touchdown. <laughs> yeah. <So that's, laughs> Not a 10-yard touchdown. <laughs> that's four points for a touchdown for Wilson, six for Lockett, and then whatever the yardage. So that, that could be up to like 14 to 20 points depending on how far they threw it. Which yeah, is, which is a massive swing in a matchup. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, which, like you said, off off air here, it's a little tough when I'm not trying to win because I, I don't want to make the playoffs. Right. But I'm not going to – I do not believe in openly tanking. I think you should be putting your best lineup up every week. And if you guys, hey, if you guys aren't, then I think less of you. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I do. Wow. I do. And so even though maybe, maybe my best interest is to bench some of these guys because then I can just tank and lose. Uh, I'm not going to do that because that affects other people in the league. Um, like if I gave, if I gave Dykstra a free win this week, that, that keeps them up with the first round by. Right. And so that affects yep. you and Vis and Drake and FF express that affects all you guys that are Literally one game apart fighting for the two first round buys, which is totally which agree. Is insane. So And speaking of Dykstra, I loved how he probably had the mentality of like, okay, like Eric's got a pretty good team, but like I'm way better. He definitely wants to be in the loser's bracket. And then <laughs> and then you trade for Lockett. I like, love how I put on there. Seriously, you couldn't wait until next week. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was the thing where you gotta strike when the iron's hot. I like we were in negotiations for a while, like a week or two ago. But then when Christian put it on the leak chat that, that Lockett was on the block, I knew that I would probably miss out on him if I didn't trade for him this week. Um, and so, yeah, I, I didn't really have an option, Dykstra. I'm sorry. but You got to uh, strike when the iron's hot. So is that like a, like a blacksmith thing? Like when the, the iron's hot, then you... You strike it. You if you want to be it. technical, yes, it is a blacksmithing oh. thing. But uh, oh, it's okay. it's been said by basically everybody but your but your brain. So seriously, okay. Do you, have yeah. you really not heard that? <laughs> I don't think so. No, well, oh. <laughs> dude, you got to stick around with me a little more. I can educate you, you a lot. Strike when the iron is hot. Yeah. So okay. do do you understand what it's from? So like. Yeah, I- 
I so understand. Like, you, when you're a blacksmith, you have to heat things up to mold it and to melt it and and then strike it. Yeah, no it. shit. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I'm just wondering <laughs> where the confusion is here because <laughs> I feel like I'm on the same page as myself right now and everybody else listening will be. Um, <laughs> I'll probably be the lo- – yeah. We're going sure to have to just – any kind of guest that comes on in the future, <laughs> just come with some knowledge because I'm learning that no one needs to be educated really it's a good badly. experience for you it's yeah that's one way to put it um it's <laughs> the only way i put it yeah i think we're well aware yeah <laughs> well aware uh okay <laughs> anything else in the trade because uh good thing this podcast isn't live uh yeah no that's that's pretty much it that's i much i hear that a- i hear that you were a little a little crusty because you also were going after Lockett. No, no, no crustiness over here. Yeah. No crustiness over here. I definitely wanted Lockett, but uh, hey, yeah, sucks happens to suck. all the time. Only one person can make the trade. Happen, As my so. wise friend once said, that's a good experience for you. Yeah, it was an experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's look back at no, it's all good. week 11. What what did you notice that was shocking for week 11? Well, to my benefit, I noticed Fantasy Football Express only putting up 75 points. Um, yeah. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Um, his team does seem to be kind of boomer bust. He's got a little DeYoung in his team. Yeah, he's got he's got the so, DeYoung vibes going on. Yeah. He's got the itis. N- it's not a good experience. <laughs> Yeah, I so. think I think it's quite interesting that we have you, Drake, and Jay Cozier all going for that first round bye. These are huge matchups. And between the three of you, you guys scored 74, 75, and then 89 points. Like it's it's quite we all won. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's quite impressive to watch guys at the top of our division just not not doing so hot. And for DeYoung, come on. You, Drake scores 74 points and you can't beat him, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? Help me out, man. Come on. You know what? I'm looking at Fantasy Football Express's team. He's going to have to rely on Sam Darnold the rest of the year, uh, assuming he doesn't make a trade. Because Stafford could well be out the rest of the year with broken bones in his back. Phillip Rivers has... He's been completely buns. jumped off the hill. Um, I could not find a good analogy. This, so that's all you're gonna get. Um, <laughs> so, Passed in his own Wheaties. That's that's a good one. That that's why you're that's why you're the guy who opens up the show. Um, uh, that's not but, true at all. Uh, yes. it's not a necessity that I open the show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very true. Uh. Um, so yeah, he's gonna have to rely on Sam Darnold. Which Ugh. no no no, I, I I'm a, I think he's gonna be fine. Yeah, I mean I think he'll be fine. No no, but this it's, is it's this is not... why this is why. The next three weeks, Sam Darnold plays Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. So pretty I, if he good. can just withstand for those three weeks and just pray that Stafford comes back. Yep. Then I think he'll be fine. But I don't think Stafford's coming back, though. You don't. I think mean, so? why would the 
No, why would they? Why would the Lions bring him oh, back? Oh, I guess the Lions really don't have any reason to put him back in. Oh, that yeah. sucks. I mean, it could be a thing where Stafford's been there, I think, longer than anyone, including the coaches and upper management. <laughs> Shocker. So, it, yeah, seriously. So if he feels better and can throw the ball, maybe he has enough weight in his words to be like, uh, yeah, I'm playing. He is. He is the type of guy that he just wants to play. Oh yeah, like he doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 Jay Cozier needs it because week fifteen and sixteen in the playoffs, Darnold then plays uh, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. So right, those aren't right. defenses that you want to start Darnold against. But mm-hmm. um, I think I think he'll be fine for the next three weeks with with Darnold. Uh, yeah. My surprise of the week, the fact that well the little my little side one would be the fact that Drake won with seventy four points. Good night. <laughs> like it's rare to be the third lowest scorer, and and you still win, um, especially when he needed the win. Like he's eight and three now because of that, which is insane because he he's in the buy spot. Um, we have. I was gonna two- say he's for he's for sure in right him and Dykstra. They've they are for sure in the playoffs, um, and then they are in the driver's seat for uh, that first round buy. The, what what's actually really fascinating um, is that if you look if you look at our top five guys, Drake has the least amount of points for out of the top five. So if he oh, if yeah. he doesn't have one win above three of you, he's not getting that by. Uh, I would say Dykstra and Zach Viss are actually in the driver's seat because Zach Viss has by far the most points for. So. As long as he is tied up top, he'll he'll get the uh, he'll get the advantage. So it is it's gonna come down to the wire. Who would have thought we were nail biting for the top five, and then there's like it's it's like a reverse nail biter where everybody's crapping their pants because nobody wants to be the sixth seed, and so <laughs> me, Christian, and DeYoung are all kind of in a let's see who can be the worst like loser basically the best of the worst the best of the worst because none of us want to make it probably i don't know if, if christian <laughs> and zach do i don't want to make it but you know what that's the, we're gonna have to see how it goes uh, what i'm excited for i really hope i lose and if christian and zach DeYoung both win this week they play each other next week yep and so there's a chance that the winner of that matchup makes the playoffs and goes to the and goes in the sixth spot. We got two weeks left, people. Yeah. We got this week and next week and then it's the playoffs. There's like I am LFG. Oh, if I can lose these next two weeks, that means that whoever wins between Christian DeYoung will go to the playoffs. And they oh how awesome would it be if Zach DeYoung made the playoffs? That'd be freaking <laughs> awesome. I'd be pumped. <laughs> I'd be so pumped. And if and if he st- if he starts Daniel Jones against like you or Jay Cozier and wins, oh my gosh, in the playoffs, oh, oh my gosh, dude, I I oh man, the potential there. Um, other surprises. Lots of drinking would ensue. That's when drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Only way to wipe the sorrow. Uh, yeah. Other surprise was actually the fact that I beat Clay by so much. Um. Going into the matchup, I was supposed to lose by twenty points, and and this was this was a big matchup for both of us to see kind of who would 
who would have a chance the playoffs and who would be who would be out. So um, I I surprised myself a little bit with how well my guys played uh, to my despair, but that's all right. Uh, yeah, let's move on to week twelve, Noah. Week twelve. We agree on the matchup, and there's a common theme with these matchups of the week is they have you in them. Oh. Like, I think you've been four out of the last five. Gotta give the people what they want, Eric. Or you just been having really tough matchups. Somebody's got to take the heat. I can't do the analogies today. Yeah, it's what just the- not working. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I saw the stupid flames on Drake's little helmet emoji thing, and so I said heat. I don't. I don't I understand. I saw you start, and your 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 wheels were turning. Yep, the wheels were turning. They stuttered quite a bit, though. And then you, you know. just spun out and got nowhere. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's not working. Oh, uh, this is a <laughs> magical episode. We are it's bringing the fire. Yeah. Oh man. See, you're on the heat thing too. It's just I don't know what's going on. So what's what's the what's the matchup of the week? <laughs> it's me and Drake, man. Brother e brother, hermano e hermano. Battle of the bros. Taking you down, Drake. Taking you down. Like I said, this is big because Drake is last for points four out of the top five guys. So he needs to keep winning. And uh, it wasn't a good start for Drake this Thursday night, was it? No. No. Nope, it did not. I have Hopkins. It was good for me. He has stills. It was not good for him. Not if good he for had uh, if he had what's his face, the burner down the field that went what nine for one forty four. Uh, Will Fuller. Will Fuller. Yeah, that. Yeah, Will been, Fuller was. That would have been me. quite different. Yeah, he was against me. Yeah, but yeah, so good start for me. Yeah, I'm looking. I'll and, take it. And there's no one Drake really could have put in place though. No, no, you can't. Tyree kills on by, which is freaking lucky for you. Devonta Freeman's hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Sex is sex. Like we said, depth depth was going to be a huge factor this year because the top teams in the league, the common theme that we had at the beginning of the year was they were they were lacking on depth. Uh, yep. And bye weeks were going to be big in injuries. So, huge one. So, who you who you rolling with uh, with the upset? Are you going to go TJ or? Dude, I, I'm still talking about you and Drake. Moving on to oh, upsets. Oh, okay. Oh no, that's fine. No, hey, I uh, with it. Do, do you feel like you're just gonna beat him down and take this easily? Absolutely not. Okay. Nope. Um, I am not excited. I am kind of forced to put Raheem Mostert in my running back two spot. But Dallas Goddard in your flex number two spot. I actually like. I don't hate that. I don't. I don't love it, but I don't hate it because originally. I had Goddard in my tight end spot with um with Kittle Reynolds. No, I had when I, I had Kittle Re- being yeah, out because Kittle was out. I had Ren a Goddard in my tight end spot and Reynolds in my second flat spot. Yeah. So I was actually happy to hear that Kittle's probable, so that I can put Goddard in my because I don't know about you, but I'd rather have Goddard in my flex spot than um, Reynolds. Um, so a little, I mean, a little advice for you. <laughs> um, is you should probably put Goddard in your tight end spot and Kittle in your flex. Oh, because Kittle plays Sunday night. Yeah, because Kittle yeah. plays Sunday night. And if and if yep. he and I have Dwelly. Yeah, and if yep. he doesn't make Dwelly. it, then yeah. Oh, you do have Dwelly, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Because Dwelly could just go in your tight end spot. Yep. Yeah. But, I, like, I, I feel a little bit better about Mostert because he has Tariq Cohen on the other side, and Cohen has not looked great. Um, he does have a good matchup this week, but overall he just hasn't looked that great. So, I mean, that's fine. But, no, I'm not. Even though Sleeper has me massively favored and Hopkins had a great night, I am not overly confident by any stretch. There's so. there's a ton of wild cards in this. Like, Aaron Jones has been feast or famine. Yep. Mostert's been feast or famine. Didi uh, Westbrook, Westbrook started out great, but lately he's been, yep. ugh. Who knows what Russell Gage is going to do? Uh, he's feast or famine, too. Yep. <laughs> uh, Kittle might not play. Goddard is yep. usually, like, a good game. It's because he got a touchdown. Um, yep. On Drake's side, Cohen's feast or famine. Robertson Robinson has not been good lately. Yep. Um, Neither has Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel lately. has not been good lately. Griffin can ball out, but we'll see. And then Robert Woods might not play. And if he doesn't play, Drake's in real trouble. And he's got Zeke against the Patriots defense. Yeah. I mean, there's... Uh, Jameis Winston like, is going against James the Winston, Falcons, who has been, they've who been balling out. Suddenly, they're the best defense. <laughs> yeah. Like so, there, there is a lot of question marks in this game. Yeah, like we'll to, I, I, I mean, think this could easily be a sixty-five, sixty-three win by one of us. Yes, and <laughs> seriously, I, and I think for you having the De, uh, DeAndre Hopkins give you twenty-four points to start the week, uh, that feels good. That feels really massive good. help. Those are guaranteed points that you just got. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm actually like this when we're down to the final two weeks matchups where we have two of the of the top five guys going against each other that's what i'm talking about like that's yep. oh it's gonna be juicy and the fact that you guys are brothers i'm really excited for the trash talk drake drake if you win this week you gotta come on the show i'm we're, we're you're gonna be the guest for next week if you win um if you don't then freaking screw you you suck so um we'll see good lord <laughs> <laughs> but there's only spots for winners here, which is why I'm on here. Six and five. Uh, my goodness. All right. Uh, what is your upset, man? I'm taking the ugly stepbrother, Zach DeYoung. You laid a huge turd last week. That means you're going to beat down on the Express because you always win when you're not supposed to. So I am taking yeah. DeYoung. It always pays off when I beat him. Last week I took TJ, and you're right, Eric, that never feels good. TJ's a so, freaking uh, curse, dude. Yeah, I'm taking DeYoung, and uh, as usual, I have no reason to take DeYoung. I am just taking DeYoung, because when he wins, it doesn't make sense. So well, I'm not there, is, there is a reason to it. take DeYoung. It's called he's going up against one of the top teams in the league. That's the <laughs> only time to go for DeYoung. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm... I'm all about it. I think DeYoung's got it, which mathematically and spiritually and scientifically and all the other leagues, it makes no sense. But No, it makes no sense. Fantasy Football Express should win and probably will win. Yeah, you never know. He's he's overcome 4% odds. Oh, what is that? <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I looked at I looked at having TJ be my my uh, upset of the week. Dude, Take I, it. I almost threw up in my mouth. Like, ooh, that's I'm, no good. I'm 0 for 4 when picking TJ as the start of the week. That is not so, as good as 4 0. That's the opposite of good of 4 0. Yeah. God, yeah. Weird and stupid. All right. I'm instead going to go with Laser Dude. 
Uh, Clay has actually been one of the highest scorers in the league. Uh, Bam. He has been, for only having four wins, like, I kind of feel bad because he actually has one of the better better starting rosters in the whole league. Um, he's second right now. Second only to Zach Viss for points for this season. That's yeah, that's insane. To say that is that, insane. To say that you're a four and seven team and you're second best for points for, that feels bad. That's uh, because of Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's insane. <laughs> yeah, Lamar Jackson does help. He really, really does help. Yeah, just uh, a little bit. So I think I think he's gonna continue that, that cold streak and laser dude's gonna show up because he's been a little he's he's due. He's due for some luck. He's only at two wins. Poor laser dude. Even when he yeah. scores over a hundred points like last week, his opponent just schmucks him. Like yep. Laser Dude, what um I would say he was what, like the fifth highest scorer last week? Let me look. He was the fourth highest scorer last week. That's when you know you're destined to lose is when you're the fourth highest scorer. There's people all around you winning with 50 and 60 and 70 points, and you score 103 and you lose by 22. So feels Ouch. bad. Feels bad. Get bodied. Get bodied. Poor laser dude. Um, yeah, man. I'm just – I'm really excited. We got, like, surprisingly a lot of huge matchups because, yeah, even at the bottom of the league, like laser dude and TJ right now um, – they're 11th and 12th. So they have uh, the first round buy for the loser's bracket, which is big because that guarantees you a top four pick. But like G Money, G Money could still get there if, if TJ goes on a winning streak. Like they're still fighting it out. Um, in the middle of the, of the league, we're fighting it out for sixth spot, which no one wants. It's like an infection, but who's going to catch it? And then, uh, and then the top five is where I'm pumped how did from your opinion Noah since you're one of the guys in the top five how is it going to shake out these last two weeks where do you see the top five landing I want a prediction I am gonna say it's gonna go Dykstra this Drake, and then the Express, myself. Well, that's and... t- that's the top five. Who do you think is going to get six then? Oh, you just want six? Um, Christian, DeYoung, or me? You know, gosh, that's so hard. I think I'm going to take Christian. Heck yeah! Yep. I'm all about it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you would be. <laughs> now, I think I, I'm i pretty close. I disagree in the top five because Drake has so little points for that I think that unless he wins out, he's going to be fifth. So I'm going to say it is Vis number one, Dykstra two, uh, Dr- Jay Cozier. Uh, no, we're going to go... You third, Jayco's your fourth, and Drake is going to be fifth. Okay. 
Yeah, which okay. is interesting. When you think about it, the uh, the third seed is also just as important because whoever wins the third seed will play the six. Right. Whereas if you're the four and five, you guys are playing each other, and you're both great teams. So um, the four and five is kind of a dangerous spot right now. But it's gonna be dangerous. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, should I keep that awkward pause in? I love it. <laughs> I was wondering to see if you'd say anything and nothing. Uh, yeah, don't expect me to come up in the clutch. <laughs> We're keeping that in. Uh, <laughs> Noah, any last words before we head out here? That's it, man. That's it. I'm excited for the playoffs coming up. Let's do it. Yeah, and then uh, real NFL is really kicking into gear. Seahawks are going to get the a first round bye in the playoffs. I'm loving it. All right, man, signing out for now. Drake, win your matchup. If you do, we'll see you next week. Adios, Noah. See ya.